Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. Hope you all had a great Sunday. For some of you, today is the Lord's Day. I hope you used it to its fullest. For others, today is a rest day. I hope you used it to its fullest as well. Rest days are important. You need to work them in there when you can. For me, I went to to the gym today, did legs. I'm actually pretty happy because I moved up to um, a plate on each side. Instead of 35s, I'm lifting 45s on squats and deadlifts now. So I'm pretty happy about that, especially since I started legs a month after everything else. I'm happy to be making progress. But man, I've, I probably said it before, I'll say it again. Nothing wipes me the way leg day does. I just... I was talking to Dad about it. I think maybe it's because you use your whole body. Because it's, it's lower back as well as legs when you're squatting and um, deadlifting. So maybe that's why. Maybe it's because I ignored I ignored it for so long. I don't know. I can't, I can't place it. But um, before I got on squat and deadlift, I was sitting down at the leg machines. And um, I normally do leg curl, extension, and then the calf raises. Um calf raises are my favorite those those are really nice those are fun but um I sat down on the leg curl one and the one that you sit down at and I remember that me and Kevin had talked about it because it's always kind of awkward whenever I do it because I'm kind of having to hold myself back while pulling down with my legs because just because of the way the seat is made honestly you just don't sit right in it or at least I don't maybe it's my body type but um I had, to, I had that conversation with Kevin and uh, he's, he was talking about a lay-down machine where you lay down and do it instead. And he said it was a lot more comfortable. So right as I sat down, I was like, damn, I don't really feel like looking for it because I, I hate to be that guy just walking around aimlessly at the gym. But um, I thought maybe I'd text him, you know, hey, show me next time we're both here. And as soon as I had that thought, someone walked up to me from my left put a hand out and it was Kevin and he dapped me up like hey bro what's up man what what are you working on today he did a back and biceps but um I was like hey bro while I got you here what is where's that leg machine you were talking about and so he showed it to me and it is kind of weird compared to everything else because you're laying down like facing the ground and then um like imagine like laying flat on the floor and kicking your own ass right but put a put a bar with some weights on it in between and you're doing that same motion that's basically what it is but it's a lot more comfortable and efficient i feel than the other the seated leg curl i guess we'll call it so i was happy that 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 happened that was a cool like you know that's why i go to that gym or that's a reason i like to go to that gym because i know kevin goes there so we bump into each other every now and then don't really work out together too much anymore because I, I've already gotten all the routines. I've copied all this shit. I've learned from the master. Now I've moved on, and I don't really like working out with other people. Not too much. I mean, because I have to wait. I have to wait on them to finish their rep, and if it's three people, that's way too many. Working out with one other person is fine, I suppose. I've talked about this before. 100% I've talked about this before. But anyway, good leg day today. Good leg day. I went over to, um, well, actually before that, yesterday I was working on back, right? So I was sitting there. I did back. I, I uh, did pull downs, rows, did, and then I went over and did arms. So I was sitting there doing curls. My 20-pound uh, weight, I'm going to try to move up to 25 next week. But 
by the time I'm done with my the back stuff, my biceps are like just now starting to uh, be used. I guess I was gonna say sore, but that's a bit of a exaggeration. But nah. So I was sitting there with the twenty, right, doing my curls, doing my curls, four sets of ten. This dude at behind, like next to me. Well, I was gonna say behind me. He was all over the place. He was next to me. Is where his stuff was at. I don't know what he was working on because it seemed like he was doing curls and like like tricep stuff when he was there but then when he would set that stuff down he would walk around and do push-ups on every adjustable bench that wasn't being used or like the flat ones too he would just post up and do push-ups on it do a set and then walk down to the next one do that just like moving around is it just me or is that kind of a douchebag thing to do and and he if it makes it any better that's not why I noticed him. I noticed him because he was doing uh he came back and then he started doing these I don't know what they're called. He had he was holding the 45 with both hands and pulling them pulling it up and letting it go back down, right? So he's lifting the 45 and then whenever he was done, he just fucking threw the plate on the ground. It scared the shit out of me cuz I I had my music up and I wasn't paying attention and I was already kind of tired from my set, so I was leaning down, you know. Uh, arms on my knees, like, you know, trying to catch my breath. And then I just hear, what? And I fucking, whoa, shit. I tried not to react. I kind of jumped. I didn't jump, but like I I twitched. It's pretty noticeable. And then it happened a second time and I, and I had just zoned out. I had just finished a rep. I wasn't thinking about it. What? And fucking scared the shit out of me again. So that's why I was like, this dude's a douchebag. But then I saw the push-up stuff. Like, nah, that ain't right. That ain't right. Also, the the other day, this dude next to me had, like, an alarm on his watch that was going off every 30 seconds or some shit. So I don't know if he was, like, doing curls for 30 seconds, putting them down for 30 seconds, doing curls for 30 seconds. I've never heard of doing... Because was, he was doing arm workouts. It's not like he was doing planks right that's that's understandable you have a timer like 60 seconds or whatever but nah he was like timing his curls i didn't understand that shit at all and and the only reason i heard it is because it was super fucking high pitched it was it was horrible it wasn't that bad i'm exaggerating yes that's true i do exaggerate sometimes um anyway when i got home i just uh chilled out i've been watching one piece a lot i finally got to the resolution of this arc the alabasta arc pretty pretty damn good pretty satisfying um not gonna spoil anything because you know some people might want to start one piece and i realized that spoilers are a huge fucking um not a detriment not a roadblock whoa damn 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 deterrent that's what it is spoilers are a huge deterrent man the worst thing is when you're watching a show and you want to, like, I don't know, maybe you want a, a picture off of Google of someone or you want to know, like, what their last name was or their full name. And so you put just their first name and then you see death, like the third one down. So-and-so, death. It's like, de- well, fuck, thanks. I just just ruined, like, the next hundred episodes for myself. That happened to me in Naruto once. I'm not going to say who, but I, I look. I was looking up one of the characters because I thought he was cool and I wanted a fan art or I wanted a, like a screensaver, a wallpaper, whichever uh, term I have to use. And so I, lo- I looked it up and fucking blank death. Like, 
God damn, bro. Because I was just now watching where he started, and I was really liking him as a character. And it's like, shit. Guess I shouldn't get too attached. But no, One Piece has been amazing. Um, This week, Tools drummer Danny Carey got arrested at an airport for um, misdemeanor assault, apparently. Which um, really sucks. I, I don't have details. I mean, there might be details out, but there weren't in the article that I read, and I do not care that much to look it up. But um, Danny Carey's a badass drummer. At the bottom of the article, talking about him uh, getting sent to jail and then bailing out, there was a video of him playing Fire by Jimi Hendrix with some Kansas college, and... It was a really good video if you care at all about drums. If if you are into Tool, then I would suggest watching it because at the end of it, after they're done playing, you know, he's um doing it up, doing some fills and solos and stuff. The director of the band, I think that's who it was, she, like, tried to get in front of him and, and hold up a fist to tell him to stop. That That's the sign for, like, this is the last one. Man... Get the fuck out the way, bro. This is a paid professional. Let him do what he wants to do. He didn't even drag on that much longer after she did it because he he already had a plan in mind. You could tell. He didn't even acknowledge her, I don't think. But no, nah, he played, he played, he finished, and then, you know, crashed, sizzles. And then he looks over at the camera, and he just has the biggest kiddish smile on his face, man. This dude's like 60 years old. And he looks like a, an eight-year-old that just, like, grabbed a candy bar off the shelf and their mom said yes. That's the look that he had on his face. Just sheer joy. And I that, that one clip of him making that smile made the video worth watching, if nothing else. But I, I love that passion. Like, that's, that's what it should be like. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope that everybody that plays music feels that way about it. Because that's how you get the best shit. That's it's just, it's just great to see that that on someone else. You, you know what I'm saying? Like feeling that passion. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little uh, emotional. I don't know. Also, this week I um, had to do some Christmas shopping. Right? Everybody does. I. I hyped myself up. I I planned a day during my week, my empty week. I planned a day. I said, Tuesday. Tuesday is the day. I'm going to do it. I even tweeted about it because I had tweeted that I needed to do Christmas shopping. And so I retweeted, today's the day with some uplifting emojis, right? This was before I'd gotten out of bed. This was around 1 o'clock. So I get out of bed. I go outside. And my car has a flat tire. (laughs) <laughs> the one day I'm hyping myself up to get out, go and fucking get the shopping done. I'm going to do it. I have a flat tire. So I have to, I had to take it to the tire shop. And I mean, I knew the deal from last time. If you heard that podcast, I, I knew the deal. I needed cash. I had a 20 from, um, I don't, I don't usually carry cash. I just had a 20. I don't know. And, um, I pulled up and the dude said it was 10. I was like, okay. He changed my tire I said, here, if he, uh, here's a 20. Do you have a change? He gave me a 10 back. I said, hey, if you give me two fives, I'll give you a tip. And so he went back and got me two fives, and I gave him a tip. And then I uh, went along on my day. And 
I went Christmas shopping, but I didn't get shit. I got myself a pop figure from Half Price Books because I stopped there on the way to the mall, but nah, I didn't didn't see shit at North Park that I wanted to get. I was either looking for something for my dad from J. Crew or something for my Secret Santa, who I was about to say the name just there, but I'm glad I caught myself. But I, I went to the J. Crew and they were having sales. And I saw the signs on the outside of the store, but sometimes that's a blessing and a curse. Either they're having sales because all they have is shit and it's not selling or they're having sales and everyone's already bought all the good stuff or, or wait yeah I just oh, fuck I fucked that up god damn it I'm not going back it's one of those days I'm sorry it's a Sunday I'm not I'm not going back I was supposed to juxtaposition that a little nicer but no I walked in and it was the the first option there was just not shit on the shelves I don't think uh, I mean, not not shit worth buying. I'm sorry. There's plenty of shit. There, it, that's all it was, which was unfortunate. So, um, so as soon as I walked out of the store, I Googled exactly what I wanted because my dad told me he said he wanted a gray sweater, fleece lined, kind of like one that he already has, but without all the logos and stuff that are on it. And so as soon as I walked out of J. Crew, I Googled J. Crew gray fleece lined sweater. And like the second link that popped up on Google is the shit that I wanted. So I ordered it and now it's at home in a bag. He already knows what it is. So if he hears this on mom's, if mom's listening to the podcast, you know, you asked for it. You literally asked for it. So there's no surprise. If it was up to me, I'd give it to him right now. I mean, I said that I was at the house. I was like, Hey, do you want it today? You don't have to wait till Christmas. I'm not Santa. (laughs) You know, I don't really fuck with all that if i got the gift you can have it why not enjoy it now enjoy it sooner what is what is really the surprise aspect of waiting till christmas what is the special uh what is this um joy that comes from that i don't i don't understand it if like the kids if they weren't still kids like when they get a little older i'm gonna say hey if you want it now i'll give it to you now right there's no reason for me to i'm I'm your older brother. I'm not your parents. There's no reason for us to bullshit. What do you want? You want cash? Here you go. Well, nah, maybe cash I would wait. Yeah, no, cash I would wait until Christmas Day for sure. That's different. I don't know why, but in my head it is. And I hope that you agree with me so I don't sound crazy. But cash is kind of different. If it's something that I ordered and something I know they're waiting on, it's like, I give it to you now. Especially if it's like a video game or movie music something like that something they can start using immediately definitely but maybe i'm also on the end of my kid years on the tail end so that's why i still have that bias apparently i used to sneak sneak around and try to find out what my christmas presents were dad uh, got onto me for looking for wrapping paper earlier today and said i used to do that as a kid all the time which i don't remember at all man and at this point I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I don't necessarily, I mean, I asked for a, a record player, which I hope I do get. He said he ordered it, so I'm assuming I'm going to get the record player. But beyond that, I don't know what I'm getting, and I don't mind waiting another six, five or six days to find out. Yesterday, I tried walking in to uh, wrap my Secret Santa present, and I knocked on the, I knocked on the door, and I tried going in. And Ava was in there, like, trying to hold it back. Like, no, your presence in here. Stop your presence in here. 
Like, where else am I going to chill out, man? Just let me in. I won't look. Eventually, I got the door open, and I just looked I looked up and to the right and then went and put my stuff down and started doing what I needed to do. Didn't even look at whatever it was. I'm not just going to spoil the surprise just to be a brat. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But like I've stated, that we do not share the same sentiment. <sighs> also... I went to a Luna Luna concert this week. Feels like it was so fucking long ago at this point, but it's written down on the thing, so it happened this week. It was Tuesday, now that I'm thinking about it. The Why did I write down concert parking? Well, oh, 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 because, because, right. So let's, let's rewind for a second. This was the day that I woke up with a flat. Tuesday, same day, rewind. So I had that 20, correct? I gave him the 20, he gave me a 10 back, right? And I said, no, 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 give me two fives. I'll give you a $5 tip. So I have $5 left in my wallet. All right, this is important. So I'm driving to the concert. I uh, don't see a lot of parking on the way. Not not any free parking, because that's all I'm trying to do. This is a concert I'm not really excited about. I mean, not no no disrespect to Luna Luna at all, but I mean, this is my third time seeing them, you know? And um, the only stuff I really wanted to hear was their old stuff anyways, so... I'm, I'm kind of cool parking a little ways away and walking, being a little late. Unlike the Benny concert, which I wanted to be right on time to, which I honestly did not need to be right on time to because all the openers sucked. But I paid parking close up to the venue for Benny the Butcher. But for here, like I said, I was just looking for free stuff. Didn't see any on the way. I remember last time me and Rahelio went to Trees, there was parking behind it. And so I pulled up to Trees, turned right, went behind it in the parking lot last time there was nobody there taking money but this time there's a dude up there and he he said it was 10 bucks but he had a tree shirt on so he was legit right he said it was 10 bucks i was like man all i got is five you don't got an atm or anything he was like turn around go right there's a 7-eleven like, i'm not fucking doing that so i'd keep i'd drive a little further and then i'd turn right and i see all these parking meters for um the sidewalk next to the parking lot and it, you kind of have to parallel park in some of them, but some of them are double open. Not to say that I can't parallel park, but if I don't have to, I'm not going to, right? No reason. So I uh, pulled up to one of those, and it was actually pay on your phone, which was pretty fucking awesome. I scanned the QR code and selected three hours, and it was like $1.85 for the whole three hours compared to 10 bucks for unlimited, I guess. But how many more hours am I going to be here? fucking another hour okay let me pay 50 more cents for this street side parking i i get it's in a in a fence but i'm glad that i only had that five bucks because i ended up paying a lot less for parking that's the whole point of the five bucks you can forget that fact now and um but yeah after that got in line no issues there didn't get in the wrong line like last time i got in line got straight in went to the merch table the dude was really nice we were both really polite to each other which is Always just a great interaction wherever you go, you know. You walk up to somewhere, hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. What what can I do for you? And then you go from there. It's just it's just a nice uh nice little precursor. But anyway, I got a shirt. It was it didn't have tour dates on the back, which kinda sucks, but it was the only one they had. They had ran out of hoodies already. Not that I'm a hoodie type of guy, but just want to point that out. I I, I was kinda surprised. I don't I really don't get the hype around buying band hoodies. Anyway, the openers were actually pretty good for this concert. I'm not going to lie. The first one, they said they were from 
El Paso, Texas, right by the border. And they said their name a few times. I could have swore they said their name was Stadium Lancers. But I looked that up on Spotify and I didn't see anything. So I don't know. Kind of sucks because they were good. But like the second band I'm about to talk about, sometimes they're good live, but they're recorded on, or I mean, I'm sorry, their recordings on Spotify are not great. The um, the second opener, their name was Boyo, I'm pretty sure, all caps. I'm not sure if it's one dude and then he tours with a band so they can actually play the music or if it's a band because when I looked up the Spotify, it was the same songs and it sounded the same, but it was just one guy and he said he made all the music in his basement. So it might be like a Kevin Parker situation, you know what I'm saying, Tame Impala, but I don't know. Either way, in it live, they were pretty good. I liked everything they were playing. The dude, the lead dude was pretty funny. Uh, for one of the songs, he he like for the big bass drop at the beginning, the you know, dropping into it, he timed up saying, um, if young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to kill you and like line that up with it. I don't know, just fun shit that some bands do when they're live. And and I like it. It's kind of it's not totally crowd interaction, but it's kind of crowd interaction, you know, just throwing a little something in there. But their songs were pretty good. I didn't, at the very beginning when they started, okay, I wasn't fucking with it. Because the dude's voice was super distorted. And it, was, it wasn't it was that the mic was shit. He just had a filter on it or something. But his voice was super distorted. And I wasn't, I wasn't liking it at all. But then the drums hopped in. And I was like, okay, drums, okay. And yeah, I, I, I liked it. But I just listened to it on Spotify today. And I was very upset that it was not of the same quality. Because normally I feel like, well, no, this is for recordings. I was going to say, I don't like listening to the live version as much. But obviously, if I see it in person, I'm going to like it a shit ton more than if I hear it on something. If it's good, that is. If it's bad, I'll probably like it a lot. I, I, it'll probably be a lot worse to me than the recorded. But I don't, I don't intentionally listen to bad music. So the the second openers finished, and then Luna Luna came out, and they were great as always. Uh, still funny, still really personable up there, um, making sure everybody's having a good time, talking about how they're happy to be back home, because I'm pretty sure they're originally from Dallas Fort Worth, and so that's pretty cool. They've kind of I don't want to say they've blown up, but they've gotten a lot bigger than they they were when I first started listening. That's pretty cool to get in at the at the start. One, uh, it was right when they dropped their their uh, lovers only album, which is their magnum opus, I would say. But they started off playing their newer shit, and then they slowly got back to the older stuff, which is what I wanted to hear. You know, eighties tune, you and I. Um, what else? What else? What else? Let me look. Let me look. For lovers only. Oh, don't forget, of course, Only You, Daydream. I, I really like this album. And that's what I... It's it's always great when you go to a band and they play what you want to hear. I feel like most times that is the case because what you want to hear is what they want to play. It's normally the most popular stuff, but... If I, can't, if I went to a concert and left and they hadn't played any of the songs that I had wanted to hear in my mind, I'd be pretty fucking sad, not gonna lie. 
like Boy Pablo, whenever I saw Boy Pablo the first time, they played every song I wanted them to. It was great. 21 Pilots. There was one song that I wanted them to play that I'm pretty sure they didn't, but it was from an older album. So, you know, Pipe Dream. Anyway, anyway. This week I remembered um, back in Chicago when I was up in, was I, I was on the 12th floor, I'm pretty sure, by myself, just chilling. I remembered that I had um, made some friends with the cafeteria workers. One one dude was the was the dessert guy, right? He was the last guy you saw, and he was he is always always really nice. Like, he was, hey man, how's it going? You know, smile on his face, laughing and stuff. Always a good vibe. And so, I when I was down there, you know, I treat people with the respect. It's a two way street, like I said on the last podcast, uh, and like I just said with that merch dude. If we're both nice to each other, we're both gonna go on with our day a little bit better. So why not do that? Why not take that two seconds, that extra courtesy, that little sprinkle, twig, uh, twig, um, sprinkle, pinch of, of, of manners? Why not when you could? I'm also in Texas, so I'm biased, you know, Southern hospitality. But this was in Chicago. Yeah, this dude was from Chicago, too. So um, I'm just all over the fucking place. I'm sorry if this is hard to listen to, but... uh. You know, we every time we saw each other, we'd crack up a little bit, talk. Hey, man, what you, what do you want to drink, man? Uh, can I get orange juice? You want two? Hell yeah, I want two. But you want? Some, oh, you want some ice cream? We got ice cream in today. He's like, you got vanilla? Hey, man, let me check. Yeah, I got vanilla. You know, stuff like that. And uh, one day, I I you know I smoked obviously when I was in school. You have to for the stress. And I smoked before I went down there. And I got to the end of the line. He was like, "Man, you have a good, you had a good day or something." Like I was like, "What you mean, man?" He's like, "Your eyes are looking kind of red." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And, but then I looked up at him, and his eyes were like ten times more red than mine must have been. I was like, "Man, you looking like you had a bit of fun yourself." He's like, "Ah, you know what it is, bro. Got to get through the shift." We had a good laugh, and then. Uh, ever since then, you know, we joked around about that too. And it kind of made sense why he was giving me all the cook, all the extra cookies, extra ice creams and stuff. He knew I was having munchies and shit, but I actually ended up interviewing him for like the end of the year project. I, I did a interview and I asked him about the city of Chicago and shit. Cause he'd grown up there. So I asked him what he thought about it, his favorite parts of it and everything. So that connection worked out in the end for me, you know? And I, and that's not even why I was going about it that way. But another lady was really nice. She worked the burgers. She worked the grills. And she was kind of like a like a mom, aunt kind of lady, you know? She's like, oh, how, how's it going? How you doing? You you want an extra patty on this? I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, stuff like that. She, uh, ta- she talked to me about like a TV show or something, you know, just making a nice small talk. And I ended up interviewing her, too. I don't remember either of their names, unfortunately, because those were the few conversations, interactions we did, we did have. But somewhere in my Google Docs, there's the interview folder, so I could really pull it up if I needed to. And um, you know what? I got a fucking hundred on that, and I spent like two days doing it, you know? 
it was a whole fucking semester long project that I bet half the kids in this in the class poured their heart out into like I'm going to I'm going to really make a difference and everybody's going to see me and know me and 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 this was like a Chicago history class like so a prerequisite class that every single student has to take there're 350 kids in my class alone in my period alone if I'm if I don't have to put effort into that shit, I'm not going to, bro. It's not my major, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm really happy with how that turned out. My original plan was going to be to walk around the city and write down what I think, what I thought about where I was at or what I saw. Which I mean, I probably would have ended up just bullshitting that if I hadn't thought of this brilliant interview idea. But I just didn't really end up walking too many places. I went to Pilsen, which was the Latin community. I went there with one of my friends and went to like thrift sh- thrift shops and we ate Mexican food, but it wasn't nearly as good as the stuff down here. And I went to, I mean, I walked around to like Target and GameStop and shit. And it was all kind of a, a like a 10, 15, 20 minute walk, but that was my only option. I either walked or skated. So I did kind of walk around a bit, but I wasn't really exploring the city or anything. Um, just don't have any interest in it like that, you know? And if I'm being honest, I didn't pay attention to a single fucking day of that Chicago history class. I could give two fucks, man. I already had to learn about Texas history. I had to learn about the U.S. history. I don't need to learn about every city and state's history. You know, I know, I know there's a big fire. They They have a show about that, Chicago Fire. Maybe that's not even what it's about, but there was a big fire in Chicago back in the day, I think. Or maybe that was Detroit. See? And it's not even that important. What what fucking difference is it going to make? I don't know Dallas history. I don't know Mesquite history. Why the fuck should I learn Chicago history? You know? There was a cool world trade thing that happened there, I think. That's, isn't that where electricity came out of? Don't fact check this, please. Um... Yeah, that that was my uh, Chicago history class. The rest of the rest of it was pretty nice. I didn't like my advertising class either. Actually, I felt that that was pretty pointless. They just really, I didn't really learn too much about advertising per se, like the art of persuasion and getting people to you know s- say this and this will get people to bite. Really, all I learned in that class. W- w- was matching up terms to definitions of of kind of concepts that I really already understood. Does that make sense? Like if I if I went my whole life eating apples, but I didn't know that's what they were called, I just they they dropped down from a tree and I ate them, and then I went to a class and someone told me that they, those were called apples. That's basically what I learned. That's it. That's the equivalent. So didn't really like that class. My math class was super easy. Was super easy. It was literally stuff that I was doing freshman and sophomore year in high school, but I also did end on AP calculus in senior year for whatever goddamn reason. So anything was going to be easier than that for a writing major. I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. And uh but it was and so most of the time I just joined long enough to get the teacher to say that I was there in the attendance cuz she did it in front of everybody. And then I did my homework in the class and left and turned it in. And, yeah, that was that. The teacher also, she had a heavy Russian accent, so it was kind of hard to understand what she was saying anyway. And 
whenever I was in there and the students asked for help, it kind of seemed like a Miss Howig situation, you know? Um, well, in, well intentioned, but, uh, just not great at explaining things or maybe to, to my understanding, you know, everybody's different, but, um, the writing classes I really enjoyed, uh, there was one class that was a, a workshop and that was more about, he, he kind of taught us the process of visualizing stuff and painting a scenery so at at the end of the first class he had us like all right think of a pick a place now there are two people and then he would slowly give like certain parts of it but he wouldn't give the whole thing and he would tell us to fill out the rest ourselves and so we or he would say like add something to this scene and so you would describe something that you saw in your head and that might sound corny but Maybe it was the way he explained it or just going over it more slowly and over and over again. But it actually really did help me to visualize scenes in my head and stuff and the importance of like kind of setting up context before just diving into shit, which I realize I've had a problem with that for a a big portion of my life is um, I'm just shit at telling stories. I feel like maybe I've gotten a little bit better through this podcast, but I I would like jump in and go like halfway through a story and then forget that I needed this part from the beginning that I forgot about. And that just fuck it all up. And yeah, but, but this kind of helped, you know, paint the picture first and then the characters start doing their stuff. Um, I really liked that class. The teacher was really nice. He had us read a lot of different excerpts and stuff that were really cool and interesting. When you're reading and it's, I don't know, when it's a big-ass book in front of you, it's kind of intimidating, but short stories are really cool because they get, they give you exactly all you need without the fluff and stuff. Uh, they, they, they give you the intro, they give you the, the point, and then they give you the end, and that's it. And it's really fucking cool. I, I don't remember if it was in this class or the other class, but there was one that we read about... Man, it, it it was science fiction, and dinosaurs were kind of like the overlords, right? Just hang with me for a second, all right? Dinosaurs were the overlords, but the narrator was this uh, human who worked for them, and he worked at a transport place, teleporting people from here to a different planet, all right? And the process of that is they get in the pod, and... Their body is, their, they create an exact copy of their body at the other planet, and then it's his job to kill the body that's here so that there aren't two of one because the dinosaur's whole philosophy is balance and everything and mathematics. And that's, that's not even the point. I'm just going to get way off if I try to explain that. But the whole thing is he has to kill that body here so that the one over there is still fine and can exist in everything. And, you know, at the beginning of the story, he's really nice and polite and and showing the girl around and everything. But in the middle of it, there was like a a malfunction with the machine and she gets out and realizes what was going to happen, that he was going to kill her. And his personality completely changes, but not in a way that's like, wait, he was just like this. What are they doing? His personality kind of progresses and, and evolves within the story to... 
yeah, he was being nice, but at the end of the day, he's got to get the job done, and he's going to do whatever the fuck he needs to. And it was really cool to see that shift in his per- in his um, in his tone and everything. And um, you know, he ends up taking care of business, and the story's resolved. And then eventually, it it I'm pretty sure it it like flash forward to when she's coming back, and she comes back like a completely new person because of whatever happens on this planet. But she comes back and has no memory of him killing her other self. And so she's coming back and he's like, hey, how's it going? You know, smiling and everything and talking when he fucking murdered her however long ago. It's really cool and I like the way they put it. um, I know this one was in my other English class, so I'm going to talk about that real quick. My other writing class was more of a... more of more structured less less of a workshop he gave us an excerpt to read and then we had to answer questions on it almost every week as homework and all the excerpts were nice to read like i said it was all interesting thought-provoking stuff and then in class he would have us uh, work on a certain writing or something or we would all read and then talk about each other's stuff but one excerpt from this class was about this alien that walked into a diner in like the 1970s and um it was basically a portrayal of racism how everybody treated the alien how the diner like the the cook he was like a fat big white dude you could see him like hair on his chest kind of greasy he, he was being um rude to him fucking around with him but the the waitress was nice and then at the end some agents come in and take him away and so there's really no there's really no agenda for that there was no progression or anything in that it was just a nice perspective which is great too i mean i love the way that they kind of painted the picture super clearly without even going near the subject but anybody that looks at it and reads it and has a competent mind can say damn this they were they were showing racism right here and everybody that's doing it looks wrong because you know why because racism is wrong did we learn something today huh i don't know didn't know how to finish that there <sighs> i watched boogie nights this week if you haven't seen that, the uh, the short version is it's a movie about a kid that becomes a porn star. The long version is it's from 1999 or 97 or something. So there are a lot of actors that are old now that look super fucking young in that. And it's a trip like Mark Wahlberg, William H. Macy. There's so many wrinkles gone from their faces that are there now. It's Every time a new person came on screen that I recognized, like the dude from Step Brothers, uh, not Will Ferrell. I, that's so fucking rude. I feel like his first name's Steven. That's so fucking rude of me to refer to him as that, but he was on there. He didn't have any of the wrinkles that he had in Step Brothers. It was a fucking trip. He was still just as funny, though, so I guess that's not where the funniness comes from, wrinkles. Um, anyway, the main character who's Mark is playing. I don't remember his name. He He's super likable, which kind of throws you off because if you hear about, you know, you think a movie kid becoming a porn star, you, the dude's probably going to be a douchebag, right? I mean, he has to be g- getting that privilege. But no, they make him really... 
They make him really down to earth and nice, and they really humanize him. And like you see him get yelled at and stuff, and you feel sorry for him, and you really start to root for him. Like, yeah, I want him to fuck all those women. I do. I want him to get his dick wet. And and the whole the reason that he's becoming a porn star is because he's uh naturally well endowed. He has a huge dick, and they allude to that several times, and also that he's handsome. I guess I don't know if that's part of it. But, um, fuck, whereas, oh, his, his whole thing is, you know, his mom was calling him stupid and stuff. Like, you're not good for anything. You're, you're nothing. You're good at nothing. And he said, he said, well, everyone, everyone has one thing that they're good at. I'm good. You'll see. And, um, you know, cause obviously he's not going to say, mom, I have a big dick. I'm going to be a porn star, but. He, he hangs on to that sentiment throughout the movie. Everybody has one thing that they're good at, that they're blessed with, and I think that's kind of cool. I think that's a beautiful thought. And um, one last thing to prove that this dude was really nice and down to earth. He uh, Before the first porn star shoot, porn star shoot or porn shoot? Probably just porn shoot. Before the first porn shoot, he asked for consent. Which, I mean, yeah, of course, you should ask for consent. I'm not meaning to ask... I'm, I'm not meaning to make that out as the wacky part. Like, this dude asked for consent? What a fucking nerd. Not that, no. I mean, um, like, before a porn shoot. Like, obviously, it's porn. You're both there to fuck each other. But that's still, like, a, a meaningful gesture, for sure. Great movie. The only thing I would say... I thought it was going to end after a certain thing happened, and then it didn't. So everything after that kind of felt dragged on. But maybe that's just me and my expectations that fuck that up. But Boogie Nights, great movie if you want to check it out. But there is fucking, and I'm pretty sure there are tits. So yeah, be weary. And, and there's a dick. Yeah, be weary. But it's still a good movie. And finally, we're going to talk about Led Zeppelin this week. I listened to the first album. And then I just want to say, rest in peace, John Bonham, first of all. But from the intro of the song, of the first song, you just know that John Bonham kicks ass. Good times, bad times, just from the way that he fucking... The way he leads into it, you know that he like is the best at what he does and that goes on like that seems to be the case with everybody the vocals on um babe i'm gonna leave you he gets in he gets really down into it into his um singing I don't, I don't know how to explain it i'm not a vocal person but i mean there's there's just singing and then there's when you really get down to like the deep depths of your throat and you're in it and, but his voice is high pitched so it sounds really nice and then um, there was a nice call and response between him and the, uh, pretty sure it was the guitar and You Shook Me. Nice call and response between the drums, the bass, and Dazed and Confused. Black Mountainside, just a great instrumental. I, I can definitely see why they're regarded as one of the great, was it 80s, 70s? I don't know, one of the great old, old school rock bands of... Um, the world? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. They're pretty fucking awesome. And you should listen to it. I should listen to more of it. Because John Bonham is one of the great drummers. And I need to pay my respects. I have this 
Led Zeppelin poster in the corner over here as a reminder to listen to more, and I finally got to it, so I'm happy about that. Uh, after that, I just let the let the station play on shuffle, you know, suggested songs, and fell asleep. It was pretty nice. It was a great afternoon. And yeah, that's all I have to talk about this week. I hope your week is going great. My week is going okay. I'm hoping to start to work more. Dad's getting quotes, and so I might be able to work on some more jobs with him, earn some more money, get out of the house a little bit more. You know the deal, yo. Uh, should be back at you next week with another podcast. We're going to be also doing the Secret Santa podcast. Or, wait, 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 I'm sorry. The Secret Santa, and we might do a podcast for that. I got four mics. I've figured out how to do four channels, or at least I got it to work. For now, I, I got it to work before I started recording this, and then I switched it back to one for now. But we're going to hope that it all still works next week if it comes to it. So look out for that. Might happen, might not. So be ready. And I guess I should say it now because next Saturday is Christmas, and I will not record before Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a good Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. And if you don't have any holidays right now, I'm sorry it's cold. I hate this shit too. I'm waiting for it to be over. But to be honest, to be fair, at least in Texas, it's been 70 degrees for most of this month. Everybody up north just fucking either sighed or said, ugh, depending on how you feel about the cold. But yeah, it's been 70 degrees for a majority of this month. It's just now getting down to like 50s and 40s. And I despise it. I'm happy to wear hoodies. Happy I can wear my nice jackets and everything, but no. 60 degrees, that, that should be the cap for Texas. That should be the minimum and then just above. I, I'll put up with the high heat, but no, I, I don't fuck with the cold. I'm hoping, well, I'm not even going to talk about snow because I don't want to jinx it one way or the other because if it does happen, I don't want to feel like I caused it, and if it doesn't, same thing. So there's me knocking on wood and... We're going to go ahead and finish up. Have a great, have a great week. I hope you had a great Sunday and thank you for listening to my podcast. Bye.